Hi, this is John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana, back with another episode of Hacker Public Radio. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about automated recording of terrestrial radio using shell scripts and cron jobs. First, though, I want to go back and talk a little bit about episode 1197, which was the last one that I did. I just wanted to thank Ken Fallon for putting up the show so quickly. It really only took him a day or two after the time that I put it on the server before it was up and ready to go. Also, thanks to him for the tip on the SSH config file, which is in the home directory in the .ssh directory, the config file where you can set up hostname aliases. Uh, He suggested that I look into this because it essentially accomplished the same thing that my script that I called it stick did, where the script that I used to make it easier to secure copy files to remote servers. Incidentally, Theru came up with the same tip for me on Identica, and so uh, thanks to both of them, that was an excellent tip. But one thing it reminded me of was that on Linux, there's really more than one way to do so many things. And even though I didn't know about this config file where I could set up these hostname aliases so easily, I was able to hack together a solution using the tools that I did know about, and so uh, for that I'm grateful to Linux. Let's see, also thank you to Klaatu and Frank for comments about the episode, and I got an email from a guy named Dave in the UK somewhere. He said that um, he looked at my markdown to LaTeX script and said that there's a one, there's one part in the script where I pipe the output through said maybe a dozen times, and he said that that made him twitch. And I thought that was really funny because that part of the script I've always thought was a little bit hacky and was not very pleased with it. He suggested that I store all of those said substitution commands in a said script and then just call that script from inside the bash script and so I tried that out and it works great and probably speeds up the process so thank you very much Dave for that tip that was a really good idea okay so on today's episode I wanted to talk about something I learned how to do over the past weekend and that is to record terrestrial radio on the computer using the command line and uh, scripting it now why would somebody want to do this well It's because there are still some shows that I like to listen to that are only on terrestrial radio, but I'm so used to having podcasts, which I can listen to anytime I want, that I find it extremely inconvenient to be tied down to a specific location or a specific device at a specific time. I'd like to be able to simply record it and then listen back when I want to, kind of like a a personal video recorder except for radio, a DVR except for radio. Anyhow, the impetus for this came on Friday of last week when the theater department at the university where I teach had coming up on the radio that evening a production that they had done for radio, like a radio theater kind of production. It was going to be on at 6 o'clock and I just could not tune in at 6 o'clock. I've got family responsibilities and so forth. So that afternoon, I started looking around for ways to record the radio. I knew that I could stream the radio station on my computer, 
because I had gone to the radio's website and found a little listen here button. It's our local national public radio affiliate, KRVS, here in Lafayette, Louisiana. And they've got a very handy URL for streaming the radio content live. So I got the URL and I tried streaming it in a couple of ways. I used the excellent little command line audio player written by Jezra called SAP, which stands for Simple Audio Player. And I also used VLC. You can stream stuff using VLC. And there might even be a command line way to stream on VLC. I've not ever tried the command line version of VLC, but I vaguely recall somebody telling me about it. I also was successful streaming the content using a package called MPG123. So after I was able to stream the content, I needed a way to record it. And I looked at a couple of ways where you kind of route the sound from out of the output into the input and record, and it, it was a little bit ugly. But then I found an excellent package called Stream Ripper. Now, Stream Ripper allows you to specify a URL, and it will just start recording that stream to your hard drive as an MP3 file. So this really seemed perfect. It's available in the repositories for Arch and for Debian, both the systems that I use, and I imagine it's available in other distros' uh, repositories as well. You can also go to sourceforge.net. Let's see, it's streamripper.sourceforge.net, and you can get various packages there, and it's apparently available for Windows also. I did not even know that and it has some graphical front ends that you can try out as well. It hasn't been updated since 2009, but maybe it doesn't really need to be. It seems to work just fine the way it is. So I downloaded and installed the Stream Ripper package and tried it out and found that it worked okay. It has quite a few command line options, and so I fiddled around until I found out all of the options that I wanted to use. And the options that I decided to use are several. Let's see, this, the command I use has one, two, three, four, five, six command line options to it. The lowercase a option tells it to rip everything to a single file. I believe by default it rips to multiple files. Like if you were listening to some kind of internet music radio program that has separate songs, it would put each one of those songs in a separate file, I assume. My goal only was to rip everything to a big, long file. And maybe that is also where... It, it seems like the other switch, the capital A, is a little bit redundant to me, but I, I use both of them anyway. The capital A switch says don't create individual tracks. Then there is an L switch, which stands for length, and that one takes an argument. So you do hyphen L, and then a length in seconds. So to record a one-hour show you would put 3600 because it would be uh, 3600 seconds. Then there is the S switch that says don't create a directory for each stream. Then hyphen hyphen quiet, the double dash quiet, will do the program without any console output unless there's some kind of error and I decided to use this because I knew eventually I would be scripting it and I didn't want to be getting system email with the output from this script. Then finally the D switch tells uh, gives you an option to tell 
a specific directory to put the recording in. So the entire command then would be streamripper followed by the URL followed by the series of command line switches that you want to use and in my case it is hyphen A space hyphen capital A space hyphen L space 3600 space hyphen S space double dash quiet space dash D space directory and all of that will take the stream that I want and record it in one great big file for one hour without putting any output to the console and stick it in the directory that I specify. Now you can also do it without any option for length and that will just start recording indefinitely. And once I confirmed that this worked and that it was recording where I wanted it to and with all of the options working properly, it was time to make a cron job so that it would record at the right time and just have it waiting for me when I want it. Now, the show that I like to listen to every day, or that I would have liked to listen to every day, is the news on our NPR affiliate, which runs, sadly, from 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. every day. Now, that's not a time where I want to get up and listen to it. At 5 a.m., they start playing Cajun music, and while I don't really have any big problem with Cajun music, I don't really want to hear it at 5 o'clock in the morning either. That's when I would like to be able to hear the news. So I wanted to be able to automate the recording of the news from 4 to 5 a.m. every day and then just have it waiting for me when I got up and then I could listen. So I stored all of my options in a script where if I ran it at the right time, it would record it for the right duration and stick it where I wanted to. Then what was left to do was to add a line to my cron tab that would tell it when to start and on what days. I don't have to tell it how long, well, I don't think you can really tell it how long in a cron job. The length of the recording is handled in the script itself. So the cron tab line to record Monday through Friday at 4 a.m. reads 0 tab 4 tab asterisk tab asterisk tab 1 through 5. Uh, in other words, number 1 hyphen 5 tab and then you put the path to the script. Now I had never really done a cron job before where I had to specify the days of the week so I was glad to see that there was a way to tell it every day except Saturday and Sunday. And for one of the other shows that I decided to start recording uh, weekly, I instead of 1 through 5 I just put SAT for Saturday that would make it record every Saturday at a certain time. I'm happy to report that for the last three days the script has worked just fine and every morning I've gotten up to find my news program waiting for me and what I do to get it to my laptop I have the script running on a server because my server is on all the time while my laptop goes to sleep every night. So in the morning when I want to get the news program, I have another script that just has the secure copy, or actually the rsync command, that will go and find the mp3 file of the news program and then bring it over to my laptop and then I can sync it up with my iPod and listen to it from there. Now, I wrote one other kind of script to use with this recording of terrestrial radio, and this one is one that I want to use if, for example, I just know oh, I'm hearing something on the radio right now that I'd like to record. 
on this station, all I have to do is type the name of the script and it will immediately start recording the stream of that station. And without any command line argument, it will just start recording and then keep going until I tell it to stop. Or I can alternately supply a numerical value of minutes and that will be the duration. So I would say script name space, I don't know, 15, and that would tell it to record for 15 minutes. Now inside the script I have a definition of the length that says if you find a command line argument that's a number, then take that and multiply it by 60 to get the number of seconds and then use that as the length for the recording. And that works great. I haven't had to use it that much. It was just kind of fun to figure out how to do it. Well, I guess that's about it, really. Thanks a lot for listening. I will see you next time on Hacker Public Radio. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike, 3.0 License.